the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy, because it feels so so many topics, so many atrocities. 34-year-old punk is the judge of the case. Gee, I, I hope he understands the law. Finally, somebody in their 30s with a job. Unfortunately, it's a pretty dangerous one if you believe in freedom and principles and the rule of law. That's what's going on in a sewer of corruption known as Fulton County, Georgia. And in the meantime, the ice cream eater and the child sniffer, the election-stealing roach, an asset of the enemy's foreign and domestic, some call president. He's got ice cream parlors he wants to tell the kids about. I want to say one thing to your children. I know some really great ice cream places around here. And daddy owes you. Oh, I don't like that. That's creepy. Whatever you do, kids, don't get in the car with John Podesta driving. Whatever you do. Not just because he's the creepiest-looking son of a dog outside of the Obama administration, but he's also a bald-faced liar. John, this question is for you. Um, initially, the White House said the Inflation Reduction Act was about bringing down costs for families. Um, a number of economists concluded that the inflation that has come down was not a direct result of the IRA. And meantime, we were told initially that the climate investments in this bill would cost... No squirrel, not the Irish short-in-the-pants guys that like blowing stuff up. That's how they refer to the Inflation Reduction Act, also known as one of the greatest scams perpetrated on mankind somewhere around $385 billion. Now we've got new estimates putting that number at at least $1.4 trillion potentially. Could go even higher because of the uncapped portions. $1.4 trillion can go even higher because when the bill, the fraud bill perpetrated on the American people was passed, there are no limitations on this boondoggle scam by the eco-Nazis called Green Agenda, Climate Change, Net Gatsan Ghoul, and the rest of it. You know, I want to take another stab at Osmond's question because I, I think it's important going into 2024 where you've said yourselves that voters don't understand everything the president has done. You know what I love about this? They constantly are insulting their own voters. The good news for them, the Democrat Party, is the people who vote for the Democrats are too stupid to know they're being insulted. You see here, morons, you don't understand what's in it because you can't read. You certainly can't think. But here's what we're going to do. For the next year and a half, we're going to promise you there's stuff in it for you. Because the true face of greed is the sloth, socialist, Marxist, pig, Democrat, who just wants something for nothing. Because he knows he can never make it on his own. So he needs government to give it. And they're very comfortable now in taking it. Because all the other people you're taking it from, after all, they're Republicans, right? Scumbags? Polls keep showing that uh, people are broadly unhappy with the president's handling of inflation in particular. 
And the president has said he wished he didn't call this the Inflation Reduction Act. What- yeah, because now he's going to have to explain it even to the morons who are dumb enough to call themselves Democrats. But what the people don't understand is what you're experiencing is actually the devaluation of your currency. And the inflation caused is because of the government. So that's going to be a tricky one to pass on to these D student morons that vote Democrat. Should you call it? Well, he said uh, following that uh, sentiment, because I think it's a complicated bill, uh, that it also has reduced costs. And I think it's very important to note that both on the health care and, as I noted, on the energy. Before I let him get to, to energy, John Podesta, the creepiest looking son of a gun that you never want to let your kids in a car with. This freakish looking scumbag. This was his big claim to fame with Obama. You were supposed to solve this with Obamacare. But your idiots that continue to vote Democrat, they don't even remember how the average family of four used to pay $532 a month for health care and had a plethora of companies they could choose from. The care was better. There were twice as many doctors, twice as many hospitals. Now, like in these Democrat formerly great cities, there are sewers and ghettos like Chicago. Now they're used to the corruption. They're used to paying 2400 Now you got them just where you want them. Because you could pretty much say anything, can't you, you creepy-looking, child-sniffing freak? And they're just going to nod their head and vote Democrat. Decide. Uh, we've already seen costs coming down. What? Where, moron? The average family this month, for the exact same items that they bought two years ago, spends another seven sixty a month on the same items. But the Democrat morons are too stupid to remember when it was good. So they have this going on. And at the same time, what is it, Squirrel? Today is hump day, right? Let's go to Kamala Harris. Whenever it's hump day, I like to go to the one who got there on hump day. So all of that to say, it is clear the clock is not just ticking. It is banging. Ooh, and that- I like when she says that. That was, her, that was her hot button words to Willie Brown back in San Francisco. She would just look over and say, it's banging. And they'd both run down to the Buick deuce and a quarter. That is why one year ago, President Biden and I made the largest climate investment in America's history. It's interesting about the climate investment. It's interesting on a multitude of levels. You see, what they're going to sell is scams and frauds. One of the favorite scams isn't just the solar, which is preposterously ridiculous, as some idiot in New Jersey just paid $80,000 for a Tesla roof. What are you going to save, moron, $30 a month? Yeah, you'll get even in about 40 years. But um, there's other ramifications that are happening. Number one, we know wind doesn't work at all. And you know that because there was somebody who was not in the government who tried to go into it. He was a captain of the oil industry, a massive success in true reusable energy called oil and natural gas. His name was T. Boone Pickens. He's dead now, but he tried to venture into this. And I love the way he figured out it was bad. You are also an advocate of wind energy. There has been a wind production tax credit, which has expired. Critics of wind energy say it's not profitable unless there's that government prop up of the tax credit. By the way, in the IRA, no, not the short in the pants Irish guys who like blowing stuff up. In the Inflation Reduction Act, it's all back. And the subsidies have quadrupled. And that's why you're even hearing talk of this fraud. This sham of windmills like Don Quixote. What's your view of wind energy and its profitability? I am an expert on wind. You know how you get to be an expert? <laughs> Lose $200 million. <laughs> okay. That's what I lost in the wind business. 
And so... Uh, and why was that? Why? Yes. Uh, I, you can't win uh, economically, uh, cannot uh, compete, unless natural gas is $6. And natural gas went all the way to $2. Went even lower after Trump, but now because Joe Biden has destroyed that industry and backdoor nationalized it through an atrocity of regulations, natural gas will continue to rise, as oil will. And this will be a good idea for them to promote wind. However, in another Democrat expose documentary called Planet of the Humans, they discover just what kind of damage to the actual environment the eco-Nazi movement of green energy really is. As a consequence of the big push for green energy, wind farms were rising around the nation including near my home in northern Michigan. We've done coal and nuclear for years. We've been trying to get in more into the renewable side. These are the largest in... You know who he's talking to, Squirrel? One of the largest fossil fuel is referred to by morons, or oil, natural gas companies, in the country. See, that's who has a, already a stranglehold on this entire industry. The nice part about them going from oil and natural gas into this is this is far cheaper with far higher profits... And you have to still sell oil and natural gas because this garbage doesn't work, even though Kamala Harris pretends it does. Electricity from wind and solar farms in the Arizona desert, delivered to people millions of miles away, potentially, well, certainly thousands of miles away. None of that is true. Can't transfer it anywhere. Can only transfer it either to some sort of a battery that's made from the destruction of Earth, or you waste it. And just give a tax credit the way they've been doing it for uh, 15, 20 years. Michigan, I think it's 482 foot total. How many yards of concrete? There's 800 yards of concrete in the base. Right around. Listen to what? One windmill. One windmill. Listen to what it weighs. 140 tons of re-steel. What are those blades made out of? That's all fiberglass and balsam. They're about 36,000 pounds a piece. This tower will weigh uh, 800,000 pounds when we're done. And the cell is 220,000 pounds, and the hub and rotor assembly is another 160. It's pretty substantial. They Squirrel, you know what happens in a windstorm to those, those turbines? They burn up and cause tremendous damage. It's kind of a flaw in the design that uh, none of the eco-Nazis want to talk about as they waste $1.5 trillion of the American taxpayer. Don't worry. The Democrats will not be affected. They don't pay taxes. A new tonight on windy days, just like today. You may wonder, do those wind turbines still function with winds up to 40 or even 50 miles per hour? Local 5's Dave Downey joins us now in studio with more on the limits those wind farms have. Dave. Yeah, Stephanie, I was a little surprised on the answer I got from MidAmerican Energy today. The short answer for the cutoff is it depends on the manufacturer and the model. It varies between 46 and 61 miles per hour. That's sustained winds, not a gust. So what happens when a storm is approaching a wind farm? How do those turbines go into storm mode? Here's a good demonstration from Jeff. They turn them into the wind and shut them down. So on the windiest of days, they sit there like a Democrat on a job, completely useless. And in the meantime, what is some of the damage to our earth? perpetrated by these scallywag gypsy whores. And now you have to question that. And how long are these uh, towers supposed to last? 20, 20-something years. 20 I know. It's just, oh, it's, wait a minute. You're it's kidding It's a nanosecond. Me. 20 years. Oh, it's a nanosecond in the time of energy. By the way, do you know when they break even, Squirrel? They last 20 years. They break even from the cost, not to mention the damage to the earth, in 21 years. 
This is how a Democrat achieves something. Does anybody consider that this is mountaintop removal for wind instead of coal? Yeah, and we've even had people say if you can do mountaintop removal in Kentucky and West Virginia for coal, then it's about time that the rest of the country shared in the mountaintop removal, too. So as they pretend to be all upset about the fires that the electric companies start in Democrat-run areas, as they pretend to be all upset about the ecological disasters and the mayhem when they're not blowing up Nord Stream 2 and the rest of it, they're taking off mountaintops for both wind farms and the phony, phony success of biomass, which is just the burning and destruction of more trees, the actual CO2 reducers instead of the machines that are all funded by the IRA, not the Irish guys that like blowing up stuff, the Inflation Reduction Act. The thing is, is you've got to have a fossil fuel power plant backing it up and idling 100% of the time. Wait a minute, what's that? You mean Kamala Harris was wrong again? Well, she's virtually useless with her clothes on. You can't transfer the energy. In fact, you constantly have to back up a wind farm with an old-fashioned real energy farm that works on coal and natural gas and good old black gold, oil. Because if you cycle up or cycle down as, as the demand on the wind comes through, then you actually generate a bigger carbon footprint than if you just ran it straight. Do you ever go to things where they just go, well, that's not true, it doesn't matter, we're going to have the smart grid? doesn't make any difference. They still got to have, the, the have it idling because let's just say the wind stopped right now. Just stop for an hour. You've got to have that power. What do you do? I'm an uh, environmental health and safety consultant. I usually work with businesses to help them do things, but I would never work with scum like this. Uh-huh. And what's when he says scum like that, it only brings me to Chuck Schumer, the ugliest, freakish-looking Democrat outside of John Podesta, although they're quite grotesque on a whole. It's going to take persistence. And this is what I say to my uh, fellow uh, Democrats in the Senate. we got to keep at this week after week after week. Every week a new thing happens. And it will, by the year from now, people will know. They will know the economy is strong. You know, Joe, you mentioned um, the economy is strong. But it's often a lagging indicator. People still remember <laughs> six, eight months ago where things are at. But Why don't they remember two years ago when there was a man in office other than a traitor and a thief? A feeble fascist. Have you had enough Democrat success or are you thirsty for more? And in a year from now, the Democrat sewers will be gasping like a guppy outside of water. And this is what hopefully will bring some of the American people around. Not because I think the Republicans will win, but maybe the next time the Democrats steal an election, there will be a bigger outcry. 312-642-5600. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, in the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Is this the John Podesta song? Freaks? That's a freaky looking son of a dog, isn't he, John Podesta? Alan Dershowitz, also a freaky-looking son of a dog, and I believe part-time stewardess on Lolita Air. feel it's only fair before we end to, to pivot to Hunter Biden, you know, because I yeah. feel like um, let's let's talk about that case that's ongoing with the special counsel. And I know you've had some issues with how that's playing out. 
Yeah, the special counsel was appointed unlawfully. The rule requires specifically that the special counsel be somebody outside of government. And there's who cares? The Democrats don't follow any rules. They got a good sales pitch. It's always about uh, the climate. It's always about making things better. Obamacare, a rabid success, right? Terrible, terrible, corrupt failure. Still going to be in in policy. Let's celebrate defeat. Democrats can do it with vigor. This is not new to our president. Mr. President, this is your day. This is your day. Nearly four decades ago, Mr. President introduced the first climate bill in the Senate. Now, is that true? I couldn't find it. I did the research. What was the climate bill in 1986? Joe Biden could make sentences in 1986. He had uh, a bad plug job, but there was still some of his own hair left on top. He didn't have that Botox glazed look in his face, and he certainly, certainly wasn't soiling his trousers. 1986, before I was in Congress, you were already here. I was already a senior member. <laughs> I like how they yuck it up. I really do. Um, but it should be insulting to people when they pretend to be helping you. Oh, but this law is helping members. Uh, families save thousands of dollars in energy bills every year through the tax credit and rebates to buy new and efficient electric. Are you saving thousand dollars, thousands of dollars every year on your energy bill? It appears. Uh, no. no, me either. And I pay several of them, and they all appear to be much higher than they were. Appliances, weatherize their homes, install heat pumps, rooftop solar. As a consequence of this. It's estimated that the consumer is going to save at least $27 billion in electric bills between now and 2030. Really? When is it going to hit? Oh, because what this is, and you're idiots who vote for Democrats, they really don't care, and the other parts that do vote for you, they own the companies that are being subsidized as a massively charge ridiculous figures for $80,000 for solar panels on roofs in Chicago that has sun about 48 days a year. Brilliant. Amy Plano. Hey, Sean, how are you doing? Good. How are you, Amy? I'm fine. Um, I just uh, wanted to make you aware of that, and your listeners aware of that. Um, we have an extra neighbor to us who his son works for the companies that install the solar wind or the windmills. Yeah. And when the blades go bad, I don't know if anyone is aware of what they do with those blades. They actually take them off and they bury them in the ground yeah. right where the windmill is. So they're not recycling them. All that is go. All that bad stuff is going back into the ground. Amy, do you know how, how uh, you're right? And this was a big scandal in Europe that was just released. But it's like the solar panels. The solar panels cost thirty dollars to break down. When you add up what it, what you can get from recycling it, it's $3. So they don't recycle the solar panels, and it's littering deserts wherever they try it all over the place. This is a, a huge fail, but it's a windfall of corrupt money up front because they're doing it with yours and mine and the taxpayer's money. And that's what Democrats are very good at, stealing the taxpayer money, giving it to their special interest groups that kick it back to them in contributions. It is a money laundering scheme, and that is why the United States government should be indicted and charged with the RICO Act. That's fracking racket. Racketeering. Racketeering is the Inflation Reduction Act. Racketeering is the omnibus bills. The government practices racketeering. Thank well, I mean, out here in Plano, they are putting in, they're taking beautiful farmland. They grow right. corn and soybeans, and they are putting in thousands of acres of solar farms. Um, so all that farmland is going to go away. They've been putting in these huge connections to the 
to the electrical grid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amy, know, without the government our up farm, front. Our farmland's going away and, you know. And the, without the upfront bribery from the government called subsidies, not one of those would be built because they are bankrupt from the beginning. And all of those companies are political apparatchiks, and they know they're scam artists. Every windmill company, every solar company, scam artists. Thank you, Amy, for listening. That's what the RICO Act is. Isn't it, Dershowitz? Isn't it, Giuliani? This is a ridiculous application of the racketeering statute. This is not meant for election disputes. I mean, this is ridiculous what she's doing. Also, You know what else? I'm going to tell you something right here. It was as equally unconstitutional when this idiot did it. Yeah, you are an idiot. Yeah, you are. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. So my phone lit up. Am I on, Squirrel? All right. What happened? You didn't want to feel like playing music that time? That's all right. Everybody gets tired. Just so you don't join a union. You still have to do your job. So my phone lit up during the break. And it was funny because I had people that were mad at me because I said Robert or uh, Rudy Giuliani misused the RICO Act. And I had people who got mad at me because I said all solar and wind companies wouldn't exist. And I was very clear about this because there is a service for solar and wind if you live in a remote area that cannot get electricity. Then fine. But understand what you're dealing with when you deal with that. Extremely high costs and the devastation that's created in making just the solar panels and the windmills is a, is a detrimony to the earth far greater than pulling out the natural resources of the true renew, reusable energy known as oil or natural gas. It's and coal phenomenal. So this is an idea that, should it exist? In certain cases, maybe. But the idea that we are hamstringing ourselves and massively jacking up the cost, that's a problem for, re, uh, for the, uh, the windmills and the solar. Ridiculous. However, the thing about Rudy Giuliani and misusing the RICO Act, does anybody know how, Rudy, how the RICO Act works and how Rudy Giuliani wielded that power? The innocent people who were acquaintances of guys he suspected of being in the mafia. I know I'm supposed to cheer that he put mobsters away. I like that. I think he should have started on K Street and maybe Washington. However, how many innocent people were bankrupted from the misuse of the RICO Act? Once you're strapped with that, you go bankrupt just defending yourself. That's the ridiculousness of that law. Not to mention, it freezes all your assets immediately. And if you shook hands with somebody who was a so-called gangster, you lose your assets. And you could follow Rudy Giuliani's career into the bankruptcy of hundreds, if not thousands, of innocent people. So to me, I think the law is wrong no matter how it's used. I particularly think it's wrong right now, being used against Donald Trump for no other reason than to bankrupt him. And all of the 19 people that have been indicted wrongfully for him. They will not get out from under this. This is a ridiculous problem. Uh, Kevin, Las Vegas. Hey, Sean, I got a couple energy uh, receipts here for you. I know I haven't looked this one up, but I remember it during the winter. Um, I get my natural gas bills nearly tripled. They went from somewhere usually around like 30, 40 bucks a month to 120. And I just looked at my July bill for electricity here. Um, Using less kilowatt hours than in 2021, this year it was $435 for the month of July, and in 2021 it was 280 Well, your wages are growing faster than inflation. I know that because I heard that today. At the too. same time, wages yeah, are growing sure. faster than inflation. 
So that's true, right? So it doesn't matter. You can afford to offset the cost of stupidity and corruption in the green energy movement, right? Of course not. This is the intended destruction of your prosperity. This is what Joe Biden was bribed to do from the enemies, foreign and domestic. And, that, and, and the sad part is there's not enough people that are upset about it. And, you know, I wonder, Kevin, if it doubles from there, do you think the people who might have voted Democrat or not cared that an election was stolen, you think they'll care then? Maybe it just has to get bad enough. Maybe now I can finally get Rudy Giuliani to say the RICO Act is unconstitutional. Thank you, Kevin. Las Vegas, I appreciate it. Uh, Tom, Pawpaw. Yeah, hi, Sean. Uh, I wanted to drop back a minute and talk about the uh, about the windmills out here because we've had them out here for a long time. And during the COVID, uh, they had a hearing for some, and they're even closer to our houses than they used to be. And they managed to push it through during a more or less a closed-door session. And we've talked a lot about the, them being financially crushed and, and the effect on the environment, the birds and the, and the sea life and stuff. But I wanted to, to talk a little bit about what they do just for the just for the panorama out here. People move out here to have the peace and tranquility. And imagine that you just bought two acres out here and three years ago before this happened. And now all of a sudden, 400 yards away, you've got one of oh these behemoths, more or less, in your backyard. Because yeah, I know that people have done that. Property values are going to be crushed. Property values are going to get crushed. In five years, you won't be able to sell anything. Every, everywhere I turn now, I, I used to see them way in the distance, but now they're much closer. And as far as America, the beautiful, I don't think that's helping much. I do remember that Trump did mention one time that, you know, they're, they're, they're bad for our beautiful uh, horizons. And the farmers don't mind. They're easy to put them in the wind. farmer's place. Here, Tom, hold on. I want you to hear this. If you, if you have a windmill anywhere near your house, congratulations. Your house just went down 75% in value. And they say the noise causes cancer. You tell me that one, okay? You know, the thing makes it so... And, of course, it's like a graveyard for birds. Right. If you love birds, you'd never want to walk under a windmill. So when he said that, CNN at the time picked up that the, the noise causes cancer, and they ridiculed him for years. And they ignored lawsuits in Wisconsin where people had been suing wind farms because their livestock had died. Kids were, were showing all kinds of illnesses and sickness. You know, it's a funny thing, Tom, when you ignore certain facts. And I think, unfortunately, we're dealing with those kids that no matter how many times you tell them the stove is hot, they're going to burn their frecking hand. That's what Democrats are. So it's a shame for well, good people like you. It's a shame. Well, well, I'll tell you that dynamo hum, we call that the dynamo hum. And if you've ever been close to one of these things, you can hear it. And it's constant. And even though most of these are on the farmer's property, there are little houses interspersed here where people, you know, buy and rent their homes. And even in the blade flash, when the blades go around and the sun's on the other side and the shadow is flickering across your property, it's oh, about God. driving you nuts. Tom, I'm and so I want sorry. you to know the farmers. The farmers don't mind. They're getting fourteen hundred bucks a month for each one of these. And we've well, got sure. three hundred fifty to four hundred fifty acres. Oh, let it happen. That's exactly. You just described Iowa. Thank you very much, Tom. And it's a shame. And that there's also going to be a pesky, pesky, pesky problem that can't be avoided much longer. And it's the thousands, thousands of 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 mammals in the ocean being killed. Not just the whales. Everything is turning up dead. Are they going to address this? I know. We'll call it we'll call it helping. We'll call it growth. We'll call it saving. We'll make it a climate agenda and we'll have the dumbest the dumbest politicians pretend it's a success, right? Kamala Harris, you dimwit. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Hump day, Ralph and Rantoul. 
face, Sean. Hey, look, I know that a lot of the uh, mushy-brained dunderheads out there who just think that all this solar and uh, wind-generated power is just so good and so, so awesome that it replaces the grid. The opposite is true. Yes. Every single gigawatt of solar and wind that gets added for um, participation in the grid, every single watt of that has to be replicated <laughs> at a real power station, be it gas or coal, because... Everybody with a brain in the power industry knows that that stuff is intermittent. And, hey, when the sun isn't shining and the wind isn't blowing, people still want their electricity. And these fools out there who agree to all this and, on top of that, are fighting to eliminate hydrocarbon fuels for use in power generation mm -hmm. are stupid beyond all description. And you can talk to these morons, but it's, it's a little bit like teaching your dog calculus, you know? Had Joe Biden been elected, had these policies been put forward instead of George W. Bush, Enron would be one of the top companies on the, on the, on the Dow Jones right now because this is a scam that Enron wishes it thought of. That's all it is. Oh, it's a total it, scam. Total a giant scam. fraud. And you know how I know? I, I have a, an acquaintance of mine from the old neighborhood who I grew up with in Monroe's Park, and his father was a scam artist. He's a scam artist. He moved out to, to, to Minnesota, and they're in on this scam. And years ago, I had uh, a conversation with him. Just on happenstance, I saw somebody we mutually knew, and he called me up right after I left the Mercantile Exchange. And he presented this as like an opportunity that I'd get involved in. And he said, you don't understand the government money flowing, flowing into this. And I said, yeah, but they don't make any money. He's like, they don't have to. And that's the real scam. Right. They don't have they to, don't, Ralph. They, yeah. A guy that I worked with on a private equity deal, he left to go to one of these energy scammer things. And it is. It's just sucking on taxpayer yeah. money, wasting everything. I don't know if I'm more mad that people can't see it or more mad that people think it's virtuous. Thank you very much. We will expose the mafia after these breaks. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Darling, is the wind blowing today? I'd like to watch television, darling. The best. George Naperville. Yeah, Sean, when uh, Biden leaves office and he publishes his memoirs, do you think there'll be a lot of whispering on the audio uh, book version? I am still shocked that people didn't know that uh, Joe Biden is an asset of enemies in foreign and domestic. I mean, Joe Biden has always been consistent in his treason. Jim in Elk Grove Village. Hi, uh, yeah, you, thanks for taking the call. You can look this up. This, you know, this is their normal scam, okay? It doesn't save anything on fossil fuels. Each windmill holds 80 gallons of hydraulic fluid. You can look this up. It takes 12,000 gallons of regular oil to make that 80 gallons of hydraulic fluid. How about it's the an cement? absolute scam. How about the cement it takes, for one? That's an yeah. unbelievable, the weight yeah. of them, the sheer cost. You know, it's funny when, it, I, when, when you drive through uh, Iowa and you see the windmills on the, on the monster trucks and it's one blade and you realize the man hours. And this is the jobs these idiots are touting. They don't understand they're temporary at best and they're a fraud. If you, if you do the research like you did, Jim and Elk Grove, thank you for the call. 
Sander, Crown Point, Indiana. Hey, great show. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you for making it. study that I read about in the Wall Street Journal, gosh, 20 years ago, long before this popularity of these windmills, it was in Belgium and the Netherlands, and women were unable to get pregnant, and there was a, a small uh, family physician there in the Netherlands who discovered this, and they inevitably they did a study about it there in the Netherlands because windmills were big over there at the time, and they moved these women away from these windmills, and within a year's time, great majority of them, better than 80%, were able to get pregnant when they then delivered and moved them back within a quarter mile of the windmills, they were unable to get pregnant again. It's the biorhythms were screwed up because of the hum. Other people have talked about this. The hum of the, um, sure. of the rotors interferes is- with the biorhythm of the female cycle, and they were unable to get pregnant. Well, when you view it from the point of the people who are pushing this agenda, it's, a two, it's what they call a win-win, because they don't like humanity either. Right. So this is this win, is goal. Wind. Yeah, yeah, wind, wind. Yeah, wind, wind. I love it, Sander. Thank you for the call. And the documentaries are there for all to see. See, this is the difference between now and 20 years ago. You can look this up. Everyone has the, the ability to search and do their own research. Yet there are still people, still people who find these idiots in charge capable. Bit of a typo there. <laughs> but delivered to millions of people. The brilliance. The absolute brilliance is astonishing. It truly is. Oh, but this law is helping families save thousands of dollars in energy bills every year through the tax credit and rebates to buy new and efficient electric appliances. Everything they do is a fraud. And you look at what, what we'll do to push it back. We've been right all along. We've been right on every issue. I remember the pushback against what is now touted called Obamacare, and yet that is the weapon used against us. Do you remember the beginning of the Tea Party? Remember how many politicians we sent there to rip it out and get rid of it? And yet here it sits. Here we are facing another, another atrocity of our freedoms and our rights. All on what basis? What exactly is the basis? The president himself acknowledged last week that it has uh, less to do with reducing inflation than with providing alternative forms of economic growth. And so I'm wondering on the messaging and branding side, uh, are you all intending to to pitch this in a different way to the public? Well, I would say that the the law itself is is delivering benefits. In just a few weeks, we will have uh, HHS announce the first ten drugs that will be negotiated. I think. Oh, drugs! What if you're not on drugs? That is Nira Tandon. She's 52 years old. You know what her job has always been? Kissing the ass of Democrats. She never worked outside of politics, but she can put lipstick on the pig of their policies. I think um, we need to see, uh, we will see results in the coming months and years. Uh-huh. What if I'm not on drugs? You, you talk about the, the insulin costs being reduced and the caps on the prescription, and, and all that's great for people who do this regularly, but for most people, you know, it's grocery stores and gas stations. Those are the places where they're spending money out of pocket most regularly. What do you say to them? I mean, other than just hang tight, it's getting better. Same thing they said about Obamacare. Hang tight. It's getting better. Walter Naperville. Yeah. Hey, Sean, those windmill blades are made of balsa wood and covered with fiberglass. And uh, the uh, Chinese uh, cornered the market on Ecuadorian balsa wood. Uh-huh. And uh, 
uh, it's killing the model airplane hobby. Kind of like they bought all, bought all of the rights to the minerals underneath the ground in Afghanistan, right? We we don't we don't, we don't even have a we, we we can't even go and relax and have a hobby anymore, man. Well, Walter, smoke cigars, baby. It aggravates the Democrat Marxist uh, mafia. I, I will. I used to love Al's Hobby Shop. No more. Oh, I know. Well, Walter, at least we lived during a time when America was land of the free, home of the brave. Instead, now the Fourth Reich, the Marxist mafia. We'll be back after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. We have the uh, advantage of history. You can trace back terrible economies for the ordinary man to a very specific party. Yet here we are today during the Barack Obama administration part three. And the reality is the problem is this notion that we've adopted, that there should be a centralized collective decision when it comes to the flow of money and the cost of debt. I am against the idea that this should be centrally controlled. Because when it is centrally controlled, there are but a few, a handful of people who decide what the cost of debt will cost each and every one of us. And within that power is corruption. That's what I believe we're experiencing right now. When you have watched the Federal Reserve raise, in the shortest period of time, a magnificent and tremendous amount of cost to the borrower. It affects everybody, but it particularly affects real estate and housing transaction. My next guest is an expert in this field. And he is somebody who, when he gets up from a chair, he calls it a sit-up. He is Hochberg, David Hochberg. <laughs> Thank you for that glowing uh, introduction. That was awesome. I didn't realize I was doing sit-ups all day long. That's good. I understand you have white pants on today. I want to know how many kids came up to you and tried to buy a Dreamsicle, thinking you were a good humor truck. <laughs> if I was a truck, I was a good one. That man, you're... You're on a roll. I uh, thought you were going to go in another direction, but thanks for that. I, uh, I appreciate this, this this warm welcome. So now that we're seeing the separation of classes, what are you seeing? How does it translate? What exactly are you seeing in home acquisitions? What kind of people can still transact real estate? And what's happening to the people who are drowning in debt? Well, the people that are drowning in debt are drowning even worse because now we eclipsed the trillion dollar mark congratulations u.s consumer we're at uh, according to the new york fed who tracks the credit card debt totals for our country we as a collective country have surpassed the trillion dollar mark we're at 1.03 trillion dollars in credit card debt up 40 billion dollars from uh, our 960 some uh, billion dollars with the credit card debt last quarter yeah, so, but, what's but you and I both know that it accumulates every minute, every second of every minute. Every, and the reality is, since that report came out, add another $200 billion to it. 100%. And, they, well, here's the other thing. What are consumers doing at this time of year? They're coming home from their vacations that they can't afford. They're getting ready to send their kids or have already sent their kids. We dropped my daughter off at Iowa 
on Sunday, right? And then we've got another one going on Friday. And then we got uh, my 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 youngest getting ready to go back to high school. Some high schools have already started in the area, so you've got you've got parents going out there spending money that they don't have for for school supplies and getting their kids ready for schools. The money's not there, Sean. I said it on my show this weekend. I don't know what numbers the Fed's looking at because everyone that I speak with has either at the breaking point or has surpassed the breaking point. And they are just, it's like the, it's like the perfect storm with uh, Clooney and um, Mark Wahlberg, you know, you know, when the, you know, when I've been aggravated. Goes. I've been aggravated all day, all day. I've been aggravated because I've been, you know, looking at this and then you follow the ramifications of this. So people are borrowing more. We know this. You and I both know this. And then the people that can't yeah. borrow, they're willing to take all kinds of ridiculous risks that they shouldn't take. And then they start to scramble. Right. And then the, the, the defaults are already building up. You and I have talked about this for a year, how quietly the yeah. defaults are building up outside of corporate, which is mind-boggling, how many deed and lieu properties, mega properties there are. But when you realize that this... Sean, bankruptcies, the, the, the personal and corporate bankruptcies uh, have shot up that nobody's talking about. Those have shot up as well. Can I ask you why why we can't get this to be talked about on the news, on the, on the in, in, in the agricultural conversations? I mean, you don't hear it, brother. Outside of, of, of a couple of radio shows, you don't hear it. You don't hear it at all. It's absolutely unbelievable. And I'll tell you what, these higher interest rates, okay, are putting... It's crazy when you think about it. These higher interest rates are putting further pressure on on the housing market inventory because people are just not moving right why are we having an inventory shortage why isn't there any type of transactional uh fluency like we normally see because rates went from two and three you got 70 percent of americans with rates under four percent and of that 70 percent 25 percent 25 percent of them have rates under three percent so so what have you done by jacking the rates up into the sevens approaching eight now Right, you've landlocked those homeowners in the yeah. twos and threes. They ain't going anywhere unless somebody died, somebody got divorced. You're 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 you have to bring in other other family members to live with you, and you need a bigger house, or you're retiring and getting out, or you've got debt and you lost your home. Those are the only five reasons people are are moving. Ask yourself, ask any of your colleagues. You know this is true. Oh, yeah. Well, there's a couple of things, too, that I want you to help the people understand. Because what happens in this climate is a couple of things. People make bad decisions, but moreover, scam artists pop up. So I got a text message today. This is another reason I wanted you on today. I got a text message from a friend of mine who uh, is a smart person, and they, they did very well and have a high-end property, right? So I get a text message. So I had a phone call yesterday afternoon from a woman. She wanted to know if the condo was for sale and if I had a mortgage on it. And if I wanted to sell it, she would take over my mortgage. So what happens is these companies prop up, and they try to con people who they think are not sophisticated enough to understand what they're doing is buying the benefit of a decent-rate mortgage, knowing full well that the government is going to continue on this manipulation of our economy for the next two years that we have this idiot in office for certain, and God knows how much longer. And the reality is this is a fraud that's going to be perpetrated on people, and they won't realize they're going to get a big number because they can't do an amortization table in their head and realize even if you think you're getting more now for your house, the cost to carry debt is going to go parabolic for the next two years, isn't it? Yes, it already has. 
It already had. Listen, we, we we've got a couple of as you know, the interest rates based upon the type of property, the down payment, the credit scores, and about four or five different variables. We we're quoting right now. We we I just had a, a team lunch today. Uh, a couple of, a couple of my guys quoted rates in the eights. Okay, <laughs> I mean we've got high sevens, eights. It's crazy. We did a cash out refinance for somebody, a listener, eight point one two five percent. And it, and then the and the shocking thing was, Sean, it was less expensive for that for that listener to do a cash out refinance to take money out of their house and go into a rate in the eights than it was to stay in the four percent loan they were in and carry over seventy five thousand dollars with credit cards that we yeah. extinguished. See, this right? is the part it, that people it, don't get. Even if you've got a good mortgage, if you've got credit card debt, you're 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 bankrupt. You just are walking. Yes. Because you're, that, you're, you're the, the credit card debt is how much? What eighteen? If you're if you have seven forty credit, oh, and up to thirty if you don't. You know, and and and, and to watch these politicians pretend that they're not destroying the ordinary man is what I honestly I find it infuriating. I'm just wondering how bad does do we have to go through another '08 until people pull their head out of their ass, or is that the goal? Knowing we're just going to pump it up again. Well, listen, if we go through another '08, right? at least they'll have loan programs that we could put listeners into right now. If you're refinancing, you're taking out an FHA loan to do a cash out refinance, do a Fannie Freddie loan. They're going to absolutely destroy you. And that's what we did during the subprime time. When everything collapsed, we, we, we rolled everybody into an FHA loan because that was the only loan available. Okay. And then it, it balanced itself out and we got out of the, the collapse. The biggest toxic overhang cloud that we have right now is the commercial real estate side that nobody's talking about. Okay. And that our listeners, if you're not involved in commercial real estate, you have no idea what we're talking about. China. Okay. You read about that, that scam over there, how they, they're, they, um, they, they, uh, they're missing bond payments. Yeah. Well, okay? they're cut, they also they're cut their rate. They're trying to, they're trying they to flow the velocity. Rate. Yeah. But here's the, here's the, the thing that is, I like, I like having you on about. All right, because you and I, you know how I feel. I'm a purist. I don't think the government should be in the lending business. I don't think there should be a collectivist control of the, the money supply and how it's out and all the rest of it. But the reality is Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac are running a Ponzi scheme shell game as well. They're bankrupt, oh. aren't they? Uh, they're making, I don't know if they're bankrupt. No, no, to be honest with you, they're making so much money. This knucklehead running it right now, Sandra Thompson, who, who, who's the head of the FHFA, is an absolute knucklehead, and she's got no freaking clue what she's doing, okay? And, and the constraints that she's putting on lending right now to constrain people to borrow money, to do cash-out refinance, when that's the only equity in their home, is criminal. I have no idea what the hell she's doing. Leaders in our industry have no idea what she's doing. They, they are printing Perhaps. money over it. I, I respectfully disagree with you. They are printing yeah. money. At Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, with all these loan-level price adjusters that don't need to be there. We're not in disagreement. They're controlling the market, and they're doing this. And what I think they're doing is 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 what I I want. I think you'll come to the conclusion they're disincentivizing equity, they're disincentivizing home ownership, and they're luring people out with a sweetheart deal today, which tomorrow will end up to where they're homeless. Well, she's trying to, quote-unquote, level the playing field by penalizing yeah. those with good credit scores to make it better for those with lesser credit scores, where we've always been taught 
throughout the entire existence of credit, those with better credit get better rates. And she's equalizing it because it's inequity. It's inequitable for those with lower credit scores to pay higher interest rates. Well, that's just the way things happen to be, right? If you've got a 640 credit score and you go to get a car loan, you're going to pay a higher interest rate than if you had a 740 credit. It's no different than if you go buy a house. But according to Sandra Thompson, the head of FHFA, okay, who, who if you look at her history, has been brought up in the federal bureaucracy of the way to think. She hasn't had a, a job in the private sector since no. she graduated college. Okay, so she's got it ingrained in her head that this is the way, oh, it's, it's, it's not fair for somebody with a 640 or a 680 credit score to, to get a higher rate than somebody with a 7, 760, 780 credit score. And those people with the 700 to 740 credit score should not get as low of a rate as they would have did before all the changes that went into play, which is an added tax of those with great credit. This is what's happening, Sean. Oh, it's, it, 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 it's, it's crazy. exhausting. It's wrong. And that's why I'm aggravated all day. I've been aggravated all fracking day because what this leads to is since the '90s. That's true. Are you kidding? Since 1991. (laughs) Yeah. When when you finally eclipsed the five foot mark, when you finally (laughs) got over, you hit puberty. You went from four eight to five one, and you haven't grown since. You've been aggravated because yeah. everybody else is taller than you, and you're always looking up. I get it. I understand. Oh, please. You make me look like Jack LaLanne. That's why whenever we're together, I stand next to you. <laughs> In the meantime, the reality is this is going to lead to a massive foreclosure and a massive default. Here's what I want to narrow in on. I don't think it lasts the two years. Do you? I don't think it lasts the two years. I think... Uh... I think they're going to suck the oxygen out of this real estate market, and the real estate market is going to cool down a little bit. And then what's going to happen, right? They're going to have to drop rates. Then what's going to happen as they drop rates? Everybody that didn't qualify in the sevens but qualified in the sixes are going to get in. It's going to spur another real estate boom, right? You know, the more more people are going to want to buy houses and get and get involved in the market. So it's just going to be. But 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 what will happen is more listeners will be tempted to encourage to sell their homes as the rates come down and more inventory would be, will be put on the market. That's what's happening. We, you're, you're landlocked of inventory because of these higher rates. People are not moving. All right. Speaking of not moving, that's your cue to go eat something. In the oh, meantime, here we go. How many kids hey, tried to jump? I know you just got back from vacation. How many kids tried to jump in your belly button thinking it was a jacuzzi? <laughs> All right. All right, smart guy. Here, I just want to promote real quick. I'm doing. Yeah. You're a jerk, by the way, and I yeah. love you. But you're. I'm going to smack you when I see you. Like you catch you here. Um, credit enhancement Zoom call next Tuesday. Complimentary, 7 p.m. Go to five six david dot com forward slash credit. If you want to learn about credit, what credit is, how to enhance, how to establish. You went through a divorce. Your spouse blew up your credit on the way out the door. Next Tuesday, 7 p.m. five six david dot com forward slash credit. It's free, and everybody that attends gets a five hundred dollar. Why, why are you so hung up on the divorce? Why are you so hung up on the mean ex-wife? By the way, I couldn't help but notice you rattled off a, a, a bunch of kids. How many kids do you have now that we've established you can't pull out of a parking place? I am taking credit for three. I've got a twenty-year-old, an eighteen-year-old, and a fifteen-year-old. A, a two college-bound kids and a uh, sophomore in high school. Excellent, excellent. And that is going to reestablish Team Hochberg because, unfortunately, when they get out of college, there will be no jobs left after the government destroys the economy. Thank you very much for making time for me, David Hochberg. We appreciate you very much. Thanks, Thanks, Carly, and take care, guys. We'll be back after this. 
He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. You see, when you realize that the goal of the government is to backdoor nationalize your life and control the aspect of how you make and keep your money, you're going to view this thing in the right light. Joe Biden is where he is because he's a traitor to our principles, to our beliefs. But more importantly, he has circumvented all of the tax laws. His loans don't go through the same process our loans go through, as Chris Dodds didn't, as the Democrat mafia doesn't, as K Street establishes this rule of collectivism. And somehow we just wait for him to decide, are you going to slow the economy down? Are you going to make it go? In the meantime, they're all getting rich as we're all wallowing in the quagmire of collectivism. That's the problem. Craig, Hey, Sean, thanks for yeah. taking my call. Thanks for making it. Okay, now listen, This I got a saying, uh, do the math, and here's the math. Here, I mean, here's the math problem. I add this up. So, you know how... Um, Nobody said so, it would be math. First of all, Trump. The, the, okay, the big, the big attack on Trump with the Russia, holding on the edge on that, okay. Then they go after the supporters. They got them uh, a, uh, January 6th and thing. Then you got, like now, it's his lawyers, it's his pe- other people that support him. Listen, these people that have hijacked the government and taken over and that hate America. It's anybody that will stand in their way or t- hinder them from destroying I'm this not, country. That's what it's all about. Well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that's, you know, I, I what they hate is the idea of individuality and the prosperity of people. They want to control it. That's their goal. See, what they hate is the idea that they don't have as much as somebody else has. It's a philosophy of, of, of Marxism. This is what you're facing. They're not interested in, they don't know what America is because they don't understand it's not a country, it's an idea. And it's the idea of the individuality that they're constantly, constantly attacking and controlling. And they keep making promises, everything's going to be great. Look at Obamacare, it is the greatest example. And yet the idiots today, they're not interested in going back to when it was advantageous to be an American. They want to build on the failure. And, you know, we had a Democrat call in yesterday. They celebrate Social Security because they don't understand what it's done to the, to the country. It isn't about Social Security or taking care of seniors. It's about taxing people and stiffing people. The government is going to stiff. And when they raise the age, which they will do in the next two years, it's going to be spectacular. In the meantime, it's almost fun watching this spectacular display of incompetence and moronic ridiculousness that we're seeing from this dimwit in diapers. Texas. The state of Texas, a very enlightened governor, a very state of Texas has the significant highest number of wind and solar facilities. He can't speak, Squirrel. Can't speak, and this is good enough for the Democrats because they understand Joe Biden isn't the president. It's the bureaucracy of loyalists to the Marxists and Barack Obama that's running the country. I think of any state in the nation, and it's cheaper than, than uh, fossil fuel. He wants to shut them down. What's with the whisper, man? Is that just like a, a sniffing kid's John Podesta thing? Isn't that enlightened? <sighs> My wife Jill and I are going to travel to Hawaii as soon as we can. That's what I've been talking to the governor about. I don't want to get in the way. I'm- get in the way? You have to love how people understand exactly who Joe Biden is and what he's good for. Nothing. You see the president, if you if you know this president, you know how much he cares about people. You know cares about people. The policies he's enacted 
are death and destruction, whether you're talking foreign policy or American prosperity. Oh, uh, how much he cares about folks who have lost so much. You have covered him, Phil. You know how he deals with these types of... Have you learned what he is yet? 312-642-5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM 560, The Answer. AM 560, The Answer. John Podesta back in government. All of the Obama retreads back in government. How's it going for you? Where is it? Where is it? Come on, John. John, this question is for you. Um, initially, the White House said the Inflation Reduction Act was about bringing down costs for families. Um, a number of economists concluded that the inflation that has come down was not a direct result of the IRA. And meantime, we were told initially that the climate investments in this bill would cost somewhere around $385 billion. Now we've got new estimates putting that number at at least $1.4 trillion, potentially could go even higher the uncapped trillion we're gonna go to a guy whose password on his email was one two three four shut up child sniffer freak brian wheatfield indiana hey sean thanks for taking my call best show on the radio hey do you think any of this extra debt i mean i know it's inflation is a lot of it but people just keep spending like like nothing is going on you think it's the fact of like there was no consequences for failure with debt at oh seven eight nine? Absolutely. Now everybody just is just like we're gonna because I can't I can't wrap my head around this. There's no fear There's, because there was no there were no consequences in the last in the last bust. In fact, in the last bust, the people who took advantage of the system some were victims, but a lot took advantage, bought things. They what happened? Nothing. In most cases, not only were they subsidized. They were unaffected at all. And this is the problem. And, you know, do you go after the individual? Or the other side of the coin is, neither was Wall Street. See, those banks should have went under. This problem was not nearly as bad. But once they made it the, na- the national problem, people sat there and they turned. O- they do what they do every time there's an emergency. You turn over your judgment to the most pathological liars in our society called politicians. So they lied, right? And most people didn't even feel the bump per se. They had their home values go down, but most people don't sell real estate, right? So, you know, there was a certain glazing of spreading the problem out that people don't care about the next time. After all, they're going to do it again, and it'll be just the numbers are bigger. You remember, Brian, the Tea Party was all part of that. And the debt, and we're going to control the debt. The debt was $9 trillion. It's 32 fracking trillion. What did you do? You quintupled it. And this is what will happen. And now, Brian, unfortunately, that's why we all carry around that disgust. The people who are of good character. The people who don't go along with this. The people who want principles. But, unfortunately, we're outnumbered. And that's why the Democrats keep demanding a democracy. Where 51% of the idiots take away 49% of the honest people's rights. Thank you very much, Brian, for making the call. We'll manage. Because we always do better. That's what we do. We do better in good times. We do better in bad times. By the way, I want to say thank you to... uh, Marie, 92 years old, from Oak Forest, honey bunny. She called. She had her son call, and it was very nice of her, and I appreciate her listening like I do Wendy in Reno, Nevada. 
Oh, good afternoon. Well, evening where you are, still afternoon where I am. But listen, I had to respond to uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre, I believe, saying that Joe Biden really cares about people. Uh, <laughs> lest, we should, yeah, lest we should forget September 9th, 2021, when I was still living in Cook County and watching the news, um, his, his live broadcast, having my president look at me and 80 million other Americans and to have the audacity to say that the rest of the country was losing patience with us because of our medical choices. How dare they? How Wendy, dare they? Most people don't realize who Joe Biden was, who he is, what he always was. He's a two-bit gangster. Right. If you watched him yep. during the Clarence Thomas hearings, and you realize he was also <laughs> the leaker to the media about the false allegations as he tried to character assassinate Clarence Thomas back then, and you realize through his legacy, he is exactly who the gangster was talking about in I Hear You Paint Houses. He has been an asset of organized yeah. syndicate and the labor extortion mafia since 1972, and shortly thereafter bought a DuPont mansion. And the people still mm -hmm. who vote Democrat, they don't have enough evidence. Do you know why? They're not yeah. offended by that kind of corruption, Wendy. They want in on oh. it. And when you see the numbers, why not? We're going to waste $1.4 trillion on an entire takeover of the energy sector knowing it doesn't work, and it's a fraud. Thank you very much, Wendy. I appreciate the exactly. listening the call very much. Where is she? You guys will probably think that it's minor and we're making too much of it, but the idea of not saying anything until yesterday publicly, why? Well, I, I would disagree with that, Phil. Um, we, the president was, uh, we, when I was with him in Utah, and he was out there to talk the, about the PACT Act, as you know, an incredibly historic, important piece of legislation. When he was out there, he, at the top of, of his uh, remarks, he talked about what was going on in Hawaii and how we were... He didn't know where it is. Couldn't point to Hawaii on a map. He doesn't know if it's Tuesday or July. He can't figure out exit stage left. It means what direction he should walk in. He can't figure anything out. He's a asset of the mafia controlled by the Marxists who were best represented by Barack Obama. I say just get him in here. He likes manly women, and we all understand it. Chuck, Delavan, Wisconsin. Thanks to Brian down in Wheatfield. Gosh, I had a flashback. Arrested on Dan Quayle's dad's property, pheasant hunting on the old Carlock Ranch that is now the Fair Oaks Farm. Did you but spell anyway, potato? Back to what I wanted to talk about. I hate to kick a dead horse. Uh, when they had the shootings in Rochester, New York, Dan Quay, uh, um, Joe Biden. Biden was there immediately. Easy to make uh, And then Kamala Harris was there immediately because they fit their agenda, but yet they can't get to Maui. And they turned around because it didn't fit their agenda. And once again, we're up here in Waukesha, Wisconsin. We're waiting for Biden to show up and say he's sorry to the eight dancing grandmothers. Thank you very much, Sean. Thank you very much, Chuck. Well, the other thing is it doesn't really fit their agenda. As the investigation proceeds, it's clearly evident that what happened in Maui is a direct result of man and is, by all accounts, a, 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 a stupid act by their so-called electric company. But after all, they employ a lot of Democrats. You expect that. What's funny is the governor of Maui, is, pro is promising to do what exactly? For the people who have lost everything and are homeless and have the only asset of their real estate which they could sell, he has vowed to stop that sale. Now, Governor Green says he is aware of the reports of predatory investors attempting to purchase land from people affected by the fires. He says he is exploring options to prevent people from outside the state from buying land during the state of emergency. Now, that might sound great, but what about those people who actually are homeless? 
and have nothing but that asset. Now they can't sell it until after? That doesn't sound good if you are homeless. Of course, Democrats like homelessness. I've actually reached out to our attorney general to explore options to do a, uh, a moratorium on any sales of properties. That- Think about this. You're the freaking government. You're going to stop people from selling their own property. Well, then it really isn't their property. See, that's the unveiled fact that most Americans want to ignore. You don't own the property. The government will decide what the cost someone will pay to borrow money on it. They'll decide what the taxes are irrelevant of the cost of the property. The ad valorem system has been bastardized. And when you need to sell it and you have nowhere to live, they're going to say, I don't think so. They've been uh, damaged or destroyed. Uh, Oh, but wait, there is a loophole. Only outside people can't buy it. So the scum that's inside that have been bribing and put in this Democrat by the name of Green as governor, they'll be able to have a monopoly on who buys the property. Boy, I can't figure this out for the life of me, really? You think you idiots, you Democrat morons, can come up with some scam that I can't rip apart? Wrong again, Democrat Green. Moreover, I would caution people that it's going to be a very long time before any growth or housing can be built. And so you will be pretty poorly informed if you try to steal land from our people. Not steal. What about buy? Why does it have to be steal? What about buy? Can't do it? I wonder how these fires even started. This week, wildfires have ripped through the island of Maui. Strong winds from a hurricane far offshore have helped fuel the fast-moving blazes. But there could be another culprit behind Hawaii's wildfires. Grass. Specifically, guinea grass. In the mid 1800s Hey, oh, whoa, whoa. You better clean that up, kid. Non-native Hawaiians brought it to the islands to feed their cattle. And in the decades since, it's taken over, especially in abandoned sugar plantations like this one. After rainfall, guinea grass grows incredibly fast. The plant can grow as quickly as six inches per day and ultimately reach a height of 10 feet. And during droughts, the dry stalks turn into fuel for what has become one of the deadliest wildfires in Hawaii's history. Only it's not a wildfire, child. What it is, is another result of incompetence. It's going to be a profiteering mechanism for the Democrats. 312-642-5600. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. The meantime, what happened? Uh, I hit a wrong button. Three one two six four two fifty six hundred. If I just disconnected you. In the meantime, I find this interesting coming from a Democrat. I really do. It wasn't long after the fire started that people were already suing the electric company in Hawaii for incompetence and stupidity. As the investigation goes forward, the Democrat governor has saw has found another item to capitalize on. So we've been experiencing wildfires. Uh, for decades. Here. Just keep calling it a wildfire. And no one will look at the electric company. Like the one in California. What did that burn? 300,000 acres? Or was that the one that was started by the professor at USC? We've all actually been through wildfires. This is the first, first time we've ever experienced a wildfire in the context of these dry conditions, global warming, and with a hurricane that's just passing us. Uh-huh. Uh, we're also seeing, of course, hurricanes cause damage across the globe. 
the consequence of global warming and storm change is changing things. But we've never had anything like this near a city. We do all that we can to fund our departments at the city and state level. More money. One of the More money. basic More money. problems we have is water management in our county. Turns out when they went to the fire extinguishers in the Democrat-run area, there was no water in them. Why was there no water in the fire hydrants? Hey, dummy, should we investigate that or you just want money right now? And I don't mean just Maui County, but across the state. We have a great deal of difficulty having adequate water near structures and keeping land uh, moist. You know when we have that difficulty? Whenever there's a Democrat in charge, you could go right to any other states, Louisiana, go to any other states. All the problems with water, all because Democrat administrations misappropriate the funds. And I wonder how many Democrat developers now that have a monopoly on purchasing property in the area will profit. I'm sure we can track it through the campaign contributions that will go right back to elect this Democrat whore. I will try to allow no one from outside our state to buy any land until we get through this crisis and decide what line should be in the future. How, how is that legal? How is that legal? You can only sell your land to somebody in the state. Huh. I wonder how that works out. Well, it turns out in these Democrat areas outside of ones that are surrounded by beautiful scenery and oceans, um, nobody really wants to buy it. Like if you go to Illinois or New York or New Jersey or Detroit. The state says homeowners who receive unsolicited communications about their properties should alert the Department of Commerce and Communi- Consumer Affairs. Seems like they're helping, doesn't it? Seems like they're capitalizing on a market to me. That's how I view it. But then again, I'm not a Democrat, and I don't, uh, I don't take bag men or bribery as just normal business and the people who facilitate that as victims. We're going to be very clear here. We're going to be consistent, as we have been throughout the past two years. The Department of Justice is independent. We do not comment on any criminal investigation as it relates to uh, what's occurring with the former president, as it relates to uh, Hunter Biden. We've been very clear. We refer everyone to uh, his representatives. The president loves his son. He is proud of how his son is rebuilding his life. And as far as anything specific about uh, any investigation, any criminal investigation, we just are going to be uh, consistent and just we're up comment. to 60 million that has passed through LLCs that Hunter Biden was a part of. It'll go in excess of 100 million. Yet the Democrats still can't find any evidence. Well, they're not good on evidence. They think Bidenomics is working. The Financial Times, the Wall Street Journal started calling my plan, not in initially as a compliment, Bidenomics. But guess what, folks? They're talking about it differently now. It's working. It's working. Well, it's working. He's the creator and inventor of new economics and new words. But then, when I signed the bipartisan infrastructure again, which... What? What was that word? Uh, we'll discuss that when we get back. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me. The youngest and the richest country. The only reason it is is because it was not built on the strength of government, but the strength of the individual property rights. That's what's at stake. 
So this idea that the collective is going to be great and they'll redistribute wealth, they don't redistribute wealth. They redistribute poverty. That's what we're living through. How do you keep it? It's a tricky system, but my next guest specializes in how you can keep it, grow it, and structure yourself so you can't be extorted. He is Tom Fortino of Alpha Wealth Group. What's up, Tomas? Hey, all kinds of stuff. It's uh, There's always something going on every week, isn't it? It is, because what you're... What, what I think we're living through is the is the national takeover, the backdoor nationalization of our yeah. economy. That's that's the way I view mm-hmm. it. So when you see this kind of up and down, and the reality is only a handful of companies are really doing well, and it's all those companies that get the government favoritism, I don't think it'll last. I think we can beat it, but I think it's going to be real bumpy. And that's the saddest part about it, because I got a call from a friend of mine today who's, who's a brilliant guy, smart guy, and did very well for himself, but... You know, is suffering through the realities of, of controlled costs. Uh, the government is jacking up costs of debt and the rest of it. And he's selling stuff off. And it's a sad thing to witness, a sad thing to go through. This is kind of a common story, isn't it, for people that were kind of didn't have a, a massive high flow of income? That's what we're going to suffer through for the next two years, isn't it? Well, we're seeing it. We're seeing, you know, incomes are down relative to. Inflation, you know, the average household, I think, is down $7,000 a year. I mean, I had, um, just the other day, we had someone stop by. He, You know, we had some old uh, furniture we'd been passed on. We said, we're going to get it done. We're going to get it redone. And this person took care of it for us. They brought it over. He brought it over to us. And he was telling me about how his car broke down. And you know, here's a guy who's working hard, trying to make a living. And he's saying, I can't, I can't get it. You know, the car's costing me money to fix. I didn't, I'm looking around, thirty, forty thousand 40000 used vehicles. Yeah. I can't even get by, so it's it's terrible. You hear these stories all the time. And you see the cost of, of what we took for granted. You know, people don't realize in this country, you turn a, a light switch on and a light goes on, and you pay pennies for it up until very recently. Yeah. And you're going to see those luxuries uh, that we took for granted. And they're going to they're gonna really be the cost of luxuries. And I'm wondering, people who have a retirement, and they're not, they don't have a mystical, magical, government-backed agreement where they vote Democrat and they become millionaires. What's it look like in the retirement game? How do assets play out when you've got bond yield that hit the highest since 2008? Are people stagnating? What are retirements looking like? I'm curious. Well, I mean, if if you look at the markets over the last two, what's interesting is, you know, there's arguments, are we in a bull market? What's happening? Is the rally going to continue? And you hear arguments on both sides. It's kind of amazing. We can have that discussion. But if you look at any of the indexes over the last two years, they're all negative or flat, every one of them, whether it's the NASDAQ, the S&P, or the Dow, period. And so, you know, this is tough, and especially if you're pulling money out. So, you know, like last year, you're pulling money from a trough. Now you're trying to climb back with what's going on in these investments. I mean, I guess, you know, at least interest rates, we've kind of got some normalization there where you can at least say, I'm, I'm sinking in cash. And I'm going to get four or five percent. I mean, that's kind of a nice thing about it. But otherwise, long term, you know, unless some things change here, uh, now, we're in for some some problems. And we've been through tough times, right? I mean, I'm 55. You're a young kid, but uh, we've been through this before. What does the duration of it look like? That's the kind of the the hanging chat, right? How does it work? Is it going to be until you remove this? Buffoon, as I refer to him, don't agree with me. I don't want you to face any consequences. But until we change the, 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 the policy of the fact that the government should be handing out corporate profits, because that's what we're really looking at. Corporate profits are null and yeah. void 
when you fund it out. I mean, I just saw the the thing of Target, and they're, they'll be lumped into uh, they 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 had a policy of woke, and they're paying the cost. But the reality is that decision by that company affects how many retirements. We don't even know, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Target sales um, are down. This is uh, for the first time in six years they came out. As you know, this morning they're being sued now, which is, I guess, a good thing. I think the stock's down thirty percent. And so, you know, yeah, we're seeing these things, whether it's the Bud Light, whether it's these companies that are impacting that we hold in our retirements. And then you've got this ESG stuff, which, I, you know, we're starting to see some movement here, which I think is a good thing. But to answer your first qu- question, what you're seeing with some of these companies now and some of the Supreme Court decisions, they're actually getting rid of some of the DEI. They're getting rid of some of the ESG, which, quite frankly, is, we've talked about is, I think, is unethical. I think it's, an, it's a violation of the SEC rules. Uh, fiduciary rules and so on. But, um, you know, until we get some, and I just don't see it. I, I hate to say that, but with these people in there, they, they're, they're really illiterate when it comes to the economy. Not only that, they're committed ideologues. So, you know, the Fed can do all it wants, and I'm not really a big fan of the Fed either, but you can't just keep pouring money into the system and keep spending you know, with the debt, there's no stimulus that they're going to provide to this economy on the supply side, right? So it's, and you, you, I heard you talking earlier about the energy, which is the lifeblood of our, of our country. It's, it hasn't, it, all the effects of what they're doing still haven't hit. And wait till they start hitting. <laughs> so when they say, hang on, you haven't seen the benefits, <laughs> what they mean is bend over. It's going to get terrible. I mean, that's, that's the only way to interpret it. You know, it's funny. I had callers. It, about the, the cost of their energy bill. Well, think about it on a macro scale. These companies that have yeah. assets that there are in real estate that used to be considered a safe haven, when you see real estate investment trusts seeking help and chaos, we really don't know. I predict, like in yeah. Rocky Three, when they asked Mr. T, how, what do you predict for the fight? Pain. Is, am I just mm-hmm. being too bearish? You know, unless something changes, I, I agree with you. I don't have a problem saying I think uh, Biden is is a terrible uh, president. I think he's uh, destroying our our economy, and I think he's doing it intentionally. Now, that said, can this turn around? I mean, it's unsustainable. I, there's just there's just no way around that. But can it be turned around? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if we get in there again, it comes back to growth. It comes back to growth. That's how you got to tax receipts were higher when they cut taxes. We've seen it time and time again. Yeah, and we'll see it again if if they do it. Tax receipts are now down, and so there's there's a lot of a lot of issues that are happening here that we got to deal with. They so I watch Congress. Around. I watch Congress, and it it turned into a soap opera, right? And in Congress now, or I understand they're going to go after Hunter Biden, but the, the the fact of the matter is that's not really Congress's job. Do you are you are you disappointed as I am the fact that what we think are Republicans? Nobody's talking about the fracking money. Nobody's talking about cutting anything or saving the American people of the principles. Don't you think maybe they should get away from the soap opera drama because it's not going to go anywhere and just admit they got away with it, they cheated perfectly, and just focus on the fact of what you are supposed to do on your daily job? I had Jason Chaffetz on yesterday. Do your freaking job. You can, from, from right now sitting there, stop letting it go on automatic pilot to bankruptcy. Don't you think yeah. they should start talking about this? Yeah, well, you know, I would say in response to that, can you do both things at once? I don't know why they can't. So, you ever you know, meet a I'm politician? Do you ever meet a congressman? Do you ever meet Joe Walsh? <laughs> Dude, he can't walk and chew gum, the moron that he was. And he was supposed to be a Tea Party guy. Uh, I know, just like a number of them that I think Kinzinger was too. But, um, 
but uh, but yeah, I agree that, and that's part of too what you're going to see some volatility I think in the market because September we'll see. You know, they're going to be talking about appropriations. We're going to see if they're going to start pulling back the reins. You know, we're talking about, um, you know, now we're approaching a trillion dollar debt um, just payment. to just to service the debt. That's higher than our defense budget. A you payment. Know? And then you a got payment of a trillion dollars, Tom. I mean, come on. <laughs> you got to literally just, print yeah. the money up to make the payment. You're living like a, a you're living like a scallywag, like a degenerate horse race better. You're, I mean, it's just preposterous. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like I said. It's it, now. Does that mean they won't be able to get away with this for a few more years? I don't know when it's going to all come down. It's going to work until it doesn't. But you know, the, the so the point is, I think you know, unless twenty twenty four turns, I hate to be that way. You're going to have to be very careful about what you do with your investments. Um, and I think if this week, this year is going to be a little more volatile as we move ahead. That's why I want you on. That's why I love having you on, and I love the fact you're an advertiser. You tell the truth because, you know, these people are hearing smoke blown in their ear, and they're being told, hang on and hang on, and and it's the ignorance that gets you caught in a jackpot. If you know, you can at least prepare, and you can at least be defensive and understand Mm -hmm. that you need to be defensive, and that's how I view any time there's a Democrat administration. Unless you're on the inside track and Jennifer Granholm, which, by the way, did you ever buy a stock for $2, sell it in 25 and the stock goes to 13 (laughs) Did you ever do that? I mean, you're not Vivek Ramaswamy. Uh, no. Did you ever see anything like this? No. No, well, I've witnessed it before with other politicians, but uh, yeah, not myself. No. Are you as disappointed as I am in uh, in who I thought was going to be a savior when you heard Vivek and you saw, okay, he's a hedge fund guy. We didn't know much about him, but as I looked into him, I found some stuff I didn't like. Or do you think maybe that's just, ah, that's how he did his business and he can still fix things? Because it's going to be hard to uh, have hopes when you realize it's going to be Trump, which is great on one hand, but the other hand is he's the only guy that everybody wanted to get cheated, and he did. So I'm wondering, what happens if 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 the Republicans don't take over in 2024? What do you do then? Just pay off your debt and go to the old-fashioned route like uh, in the 70s? Well, I think we're going to see, you know, I mean, business are, businesses are not going to stop. The economy is not going to stop. If you look at some of these countries where their GDP you know, averages 1% or, you know, we're going to just be slogging like along. So you're going to have to be, you know, I guess you're going to have to be a little more tactical in what you own and you're going to have to try to be somewhat in the market. But unfortunately um, we could be looking at um, a very slow economy. And, uh, and I mean, that's just the reality of it. Unfortunately, I wish it were different. They're already talking about changing social security, right? They've changed the rules. They've, this, they've given the, the seniors that are, willing to work and able to work, they've disincentivized them through the promise of onerous taxes on their salary outside of Social Security. When they change that and they ultimately cut it back, they're talking $17,400 per couple in the next five years. Mm-hmm. That that well, can't be good, right? Well, you know, people with the Social Security system, you have to remember, in 19, prior to 1983, all Social Security was tax-free. They said, now we're going to tax up to 50%. And in 1992, they said, oh, by the way, we're going to tax up to 85% of your benefit. That's where it stayed, and that's where it is today. And so then they changed the full retirement age, 65 to 67. They've been doing all of these things all along to try to make it sustainable. So what they're going to do, unfortunately, I think, to try to keep kicking the can down the road is they're going to increase taxes. Right now, Social Security is capped at about 160000 on your wages. So now they're going to say, you know what? We're just going to tax all of your wages. We're not going to cap it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, like what, what happens when you Medicaid. tax 
when you tax welfare? Does, how does that look? I mean, we're, that's I mean, what we're doing, right? We've devolved to where we're taxing welfare, and we think it's we're calling it a sustainable plan. But the reality is the snake eating its own tail is starting to look at itself and realize it's not a good hunter. It's just full of itself, right? Yep, yep. That's this this debt spiral they're talking about. Oh. You know, and so, it just, again, this is unsustainable. The way out of it, for the most part, is growth and then, of course, cutting government. And those are the answers. It's got to happen. It's got to happen at some point. There's no turning around. Um, so, you know, that's that's what we got to hang our hats on. If, if 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 2024 comes and it does, I think it could be. And I we know I know we've had this conversation before, Sean. I think it could be a you know a Reagan revolution kind of all over again, so. maybe yeah. even more. How old? What's mm-hmm. the the limit on how old you you can be until you start a Roth IRA? I know what do you you can 57, you can take it out, but what there's a limit on when you can start one, isn't there? Well, you can do a Roth IRA at any age. Actually, it just you just have to have earned income. So, huh. anybody that has earned income, wages, ten ninety nine income, any type of income, park some money in the tax free account. Do what you can. Try to make the government less and less part of your plan. Whatever you can, control what you can. Yeah. Right. So, so my idea of try. just just living on a houseboat until uh, I'm I'm kidnapped by the right. NSA. That's not a good retirement plan. I should call Tom Fortino of Alpha Wealth Group. Well, just give me a call. I'll do what I can do. How about that? Thank you very much for always making yourself available. I really appreciate it, and I appreciate. It. I had I had listeners come up to me just just the week I was in there, and they told me they came and saw you, and you helped them, and you helped organize them. You know, my girl Julie, I love her to death. Uh, she came to you, and you you helped her, and I want to thank you on a personal level. She's a wonderful lady. Thank you very much for that. Well, thank you because you have a you know wonderful audience, great people, and they love you so. That's, oh. that's the truth. We'll see you at the smoker, right? Yeah. All right, good. I'll look for, for sure. You. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> All right, I appreciate it. Take care. All right, man. Take care. Bye. We'll be back with your calls and comments. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, the answer. AM560, the answer. What's this, honey bunny? We got the we got a Democrat listener, huh? Two days in a row. He's thirsty for more. Should I even entertain it? They're, they are the speed bumps of life. They are the Democrat morons. Patrick, Chicago. Hey, just uh, you, I, couldn't, I couldn't tell if you were talking about Social Security or the economy in general, but it sounded like the two options that you had to fix both were either uh, grow the pie and or uh, cut government, but you didn't mention uh, increasing taxes on the 1% and 2%. Oh, yeah. That's well. always the way. Hey, hey, Patrick, um, what is Social Security and does it exist? <laughs> or is this kind of some kind of trap question? Here? I'm yeah, well, really I sure. mean, because what I, 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 you're probably a somewhat smart guy, but the fact that you refuse to admit the real problem, that the lie exists out there. There is no Social Security. Oh, there is no social are you just security. Talking about, are you refer, wanting me to say it's some kind of welfare program or something like it that? It is I'm a welfare sure program. It's worse than a welfare program. It's a Ponzi scheme. Oh, it is. Yeah, of course it is. And you, obviously you don't. idiot. No, he, he's probably not an idiot, but he's twisted himself into this intellectual yoga where he bends over and votes for the guy that's hurting him the most. But I don't know, because if you still think there is such a thing as social security, Maybe I'm giving him too much credit for being smart. There is no such thing. It is a trick. It is an illusion. It was a fraud from the beginning. 
It's a tax on both the employee and the employer. It doesn't really exist. There is no trust. It's a Ponzi scheme that the government doesn't have the money for. They just need the tax revenue. And they print the money, and it feeds on itself, and it fails. And this idea that we don't tax the billionaires or the one percenter, only the ones that donate to Democrats, I'll agree with you there. See, if you bribe the Democrat, you don't pay taxes. Or if you are the fruit of one's loins, you don't pay taxes. If you're a bagman of corruption, you don't pay taxes. But I'll tell you this, it should be the only limit in this country is how much anybody pays in taxes. Because the restraints are to be on the government that steals your money time in and time out. What Patrick doesn't understand, he's ironically arguing for the party and the people he says he hates the most. See, I'm fighting for truth and accountability in the government. He's not. He wants unfettered money to the government because he knows through government favoritism, and if he talks in that side saddle way and pretends to be a pseudo-intellectual, they'll think he's one of them. See, the restraints are only to be on government, never on us. There should be a limit on any citizen. No citizen should ever pay more than $500,000 to the government. What about that? What do you think that would do for the private economy? It would grow the private and control the government. But guys like Patrick don't want that. They want absolute and total control by the most pathological liars in our society, the politicians. And the bureaucracies that waste and lose our money, he can't give them enough money. That's why he wants to tax individuals, because his mind isn't right. He hates people who are better at life than he is. It's the, it's the way you tap envy, and that's the beauty of communism. They tap envy, where citizens are willing to watch someone else have their assets stripped, because number one, they know they can never achieve that much. And number two, they hate the idea of individual success. They love government fascism, though. That's why the dumbest and the smartest, but the most, they all have the common denominator of the inability to achieve in their own lives. Root for collectivism and government control. That's why they'll vote and step and fetch for any Democrat. Even uh, they don't realize that's what Donald Trump was. Scott on the West Side. Hey, uh, <laughs> thanks for taking my call, Sean. Sean, uh, I haven't listened to you for a long time, since yeah. before the, the election of Donald J. Trump, the greatest president of my lifetime. And I stopped listening to you. Uh, I don't remember why exactly. It wasn't just you. I stopped listening to the station for some reason. It was your producer, actually. Uh, but I don't remember what happened. But anyway. <laughs> All right. Are you sure I, you're not related to my a girl I dated in high school? Go ahead. When I stopped listening to you, you were you were complaining about Donald Trump saying some of the same things that you're saying about Vivaswamy or whatever his name Vivek is. Vivek Rimaswamy, pump and dump Skellywig. Yes. Thank you. What if, what if you did not know his past? And what if he becomes president? And yeah. what if he does all the things he says he's going to do? Well, I probably would be gullible and uninformed, and I'd probably be voting for a Democrat. I appreciate you listening. Hope you keep it up. Don't care if you don't. Cream Puff Jim, let's do three in a row. Yeah, uh, uh, my, I, I hope that Larry Daly has a relative still alive to run as a third party. Did you say Larry Daly? That, that sums him up. Larry Daly. Larry Daly used to run against. Larry Daly ran against old man Daly for about 30 years. Every year he was in the mayoral election. 
Was he, atta- like was he attached to the dailies you were you were attached to as a barnacle on the yeah, ass? Yeah, and are yeah, you sure his name is in large ass daily? But he, he, yeah, he's like the overweights of uh, the Republican Party. Oh, he, he, runs, yeah. he runs for every everything from uh, dog yeah. catcher to uh, great shakes, board. terrible campaigns. I think that's the new slogan for. Uh, uh, <laughs> for Oberweiss. I mean, you want to talk about a poor guy. He's handing out ice cream bars to grown men, hoping they vote for him. Uh, you know, but what do you expect? He's an Illinois Republican. I appreciate the call. I'm not sure who Lardass Daly is, but he fits the bill. I'm sure he'll blend in the family picture. Michael, Chicago. Hey, Sean. Yes, Michael. Hey, I just wanted to comment further on that Social Security topic. All right. So... You know, most people, they don't even really understand how the Social Security system even works. And it is it is extremely regressive on yes. low- and middle-income people. Yes. Uh, they also don't even know that the employers have to match that. Yes. Um, what else? And like, you're, I mean, and your guy, like Tom Fortino, would know this. You know, I, I know I'm in that, that same line of work. Like, if, if um, people managing money did that exact same thing with how the government runs Social Security, we would go to jail. Yes. Like, they would lock Tom up. They would lock me up. Like it would, it would not even be, like you wouldn't even have a chance against the SEC lawyers. It is a um, government-sponsored Ponzi scheme. But more importantly, it's yes. a, it's an extortion tax that people feel good about. Most people who feel good about it never pay into it. They just receive the benefits, which is another flaw in that system. Michael, yeah, we're better off for having you listen. You offset at least three hundred Democrats. Thank you very much, Michael, for your <laughs> listenership. We'll be back with your calls and comments. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Social Security, it's the third rail. Don't touch those are your current. I wonder how many people know it doesn't exist. It's a total and absolute lie. How much do you think it costs just to run the bureaucracy? of the Social Security office, let alone the fact that there is no war chest. There never has been. Money goes into a general fund. If you want to remove the idea of a illusion of socialism, you have to remove it from its foundation. That's kind of the idea that Patrick brings to light, right? Because you can always use it as a weapon to tax somebody. You don't tax the billionaires. The billion- what he doesn't understand is the benefit to the private economy just one billionaire makes. I mean, outside from the government, made billionaires through corporatism. I'm against that in the same way Patrick probably is. However, what you realize is once you're in the quicksand, you really can't get out, right? And the further you wiggle, the deeper you get. That's why the government is incentivized to fail. It's within the failure lies the strength. Now nobody cares how much money we waste on just the administration of a Ponzi scheme. The way to break it is simple. Why do we have to participate? I'm in my 50s, even though I look fantastic. I'm in my 50s. I don't want my Social Security. You don't owe me anything. Ah, I'm right here. I'm going to collect it, what, another decade? I don't want it. Just give me my money back. And my employer that was taxed, give him his money back, too. Give everybody their money back. You don't owe me nothing. But fascism doesn't work that way. Fraud and Ponzi schemes don't work that way. You will be forced to participate, regardless of you collect it. And the people who support it, They don't understand it's their own self-loathingness why they support it. They don't even care about the people who die. One-third Social Security payers never collect. Another third never files properly. The government keeps the money. But yet all the Democrats and half of the Republicans 
will chant to save a government socialist Ponzi scheme. Ross in Oak Forest. Hi, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. You, you said it right in the word with socialism. I mean, it's called social security. Yeah, well, uh, it was I, created I, by a fraud, too. Yeah. I've always looked at, at social security as essentially the government just looking at us like we're idiots or we're stupid. We don't know how to save and invest for our own future. And I find it ironic from a group of people that, uh, you know, operate in Keynesian economics and target a 3% year-over-year devaluation of my money. Yes. And, you know, my, my goal is to grow my money. It, it, it's just, it's just an That's brilliant, by the way. And a, and a That's scam. That is, Ross, that is brilliant. The idea that people accept a 3% inflation, what it really is, is accepting a 3% devaluation of the money you made that year. That's what these idiots are chanting for. Keep going. I mean, it's, it's, it's brilliant. And, but what you also realize is the plan itself is brilliant. Because once you get people on it, they won't realize what it is. And how do you change the trajectory of a nation when you disincentivize people from worrying about their retirement how many acts would be different how many people would pay more attention to their own budget and their own financial growth and you've given this illusion ah what's the difference i have social security i don't have to worry about it myself and you turn over the private property rights to the government and that's how you get guys like patrick who want a chance to take away somebody else's earned money to give it to an entity that steals it and wastes it and ironically, he probably doesn't understand. I'm against the same programs. I want to know where my $6 trillion is that the Pentagon lost. But now we don't have to worry about that because if you take away somebody's Social Security, the game is over. And it's, it's the perfect diabolical way to implement fascism, socialism, and communism ultimately, isn't it? It absolutely is. It's a perfect Ponzi scheme. See, Ross, I want you, I want Michael, I want Americans that earn and think and are a benefit to the country. You guys take your communists, your socialists, your Marxists, and your willing Democrats, go your own way, you rats. David and LaGrange. Sean, I just want to remind you, uh, remember when Al Gore, remember even Al Gore is like a stopped clock. He's once, he's right once a day, that uh, or twice a day, when yeah. he said... That uh, during the debates with George Bush about Social Security, he's worried about it. It needs to be segregated and put into, as with his Southern accent, a lockbox. Yeah. We need to put Social Security in a lockbox. And we realized he was just running with that idea, but the Democrats really didn't believe it. But that was the one time he told the truth. He's smarter than Tipper looks. Do you know how Al Gore made his money? <laughs> Do you know how he made his money? His father was an oil man. His father was an oil man. After he, he, he prostituted government, he went to the private sector, made a fortune in the oil business. And Al Gore runs on the scam of green energy, and that's why Democrats don't realize who's in green energy is all the oil, old oil money and all Al Gore's father's friends. It's a great fracking scam, and these idiots keep playing right into their hands. David, thank you so much. Should I, go, I got to go on break now? All right. Fastest show on radio. I'm going to take a short break. Then I'll be back with the rest of your calls. I can't believe the show's almost over. 312-642-5600 if you care to participate. Call Sean now. 312-642-5600. AM560. The answer. What the fascistic Marxist mafia understands is that the worst things get, the flaw of all humanity, is people will turn to their slave master for help. 
It's exactly what the Biden administration, also known as the Obama years, that's exactly what they're relying on. And they'll look away from the corruption. Nobody cares anymore that Joe Biden has, what, 27 million in real estate holdings? How about Barack Obama? What's his real estate holdings? We'll never know. I wonder, I just hope Robin's Nest in Hawaii wasn't burned. Of course, I don't think it's on the right island. Kathy in Lockport. Kathy, teed it up for you. Where are you, doll? Hi, you had the governor on earlier? No, no, no. I played yeah, a clip of the, gov- of the governor of Hawaii. I played a clip of him yeah. taking over the, the oh, yeah. property rights of people. Yes. And it was interesting what he said and read between the lines. It's like, oh, we're going to tell you how you're going to build your land. Yes. But, it, um, or how you're going to sell it. And if you can sell it and who buys it. So it's not really your land. Yeah. Well, um, I heard stories. I've been seeing things online. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but what I'm seeing, uh, um, Future Green Energy Project, 15-minute cities, were, they were trying to implement them in, like, 2012. So if yeah, it comes true, we'll see. They don't have to worry about Hawaii. It's been Democrat for 100 years, and it's produced some of the dumbest Congress people in our Congress. Mark in Naperville. Hi, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for making I it. I just want to point out, Sean, there, what do they keep saying, uh, talking about climate change? There is no climate change. I've been around for 68 years, and to me, the climate hasn't changed at all. The same hot in the summer, cold in the winter. But the other thing I want to point out about that was people live in temperature extremes from 50 below zero up to 125 that's a huge range of temperature. Why are they worried about half a degree of change? Mark, you're, you're being lectured to by children who have no perspective. And when you look at the entire field of data in this arena, it's only since 1880. The world is billions of years old. Let's say millions of years. Millions, tens right. of millions, hundreds of millions. It is an infinitesimal dust on a needlehead that these idiots are using to control every aspect of life. Because it's only a weapon. It's not based in fact, and you know that, Mark. Thank you very much. And the data, the information is out there. One of my favorite authors on it. I got, there are so many. But Jerome Corsi is absolutely fantastic. Bill in LaSalle County. Hey, good, good afternoon. Um, if you realize, if you drive through Iowa, you notice on the top of their wind turbines, it says Mid-American Power. That is owned by Berkshire Hathaway. It's kind of huh. convenient how he, took, how he took all of the... All of the government subsidies to build these things, and you know, one of the richest billionaires in the world, and you know, there you go. And once again, one of the biggest financiers of the Democrat mafia seems to pay off on virtually everything he touches, whether it's insurance, whether it's big pharma. It seems to be a vicious cycle, Bill. And I thank you for pointing that out. Then there's the other thing: who is the real conservationist? Who's the person that really cares? about the earth in its totality. I think it's us. We would never do things that they're doing. We're impressive machines. But is it possible for machines made by industrial civilization to save us from industrial civilization? You know who that is, Squirrel? That's that big fat slob, Michael Moore. And uh, this is something, a documentary that he put out that the Democrat Party would not be released, would not allow to be released. In fact, you can still find it, I think, only on YouTube. I highly recommend it. It's called Planet of the Humans. And much like Harry Hursty's Kill Chain, 
documentaries that were financed and started by the Marxists among us, it didn't fit the forum that they thought it would. And that is why we can use it as an opportunity to learn exactly what it is, a profiteering mechanism of policy. And nobody does it better than these Democrat whores who will always deliver to their paymaster pimps. We'll be back to discuss the Biden administration and much, much more of the Democrat atrocities, local and national, maybe even worldwide. We'll do a little World Economic Forum tomorrow. I'll be back in 21 hours. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 